Shane. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. What you doing? Mm. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Yay. It's Monday. What they what they say? We made it through the weekend. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, now it was it, it it works either way. You either make it through the week or you make it through the weekend. One or the other. I look as more making it through the week. Weekends are usually time of relaxation and reflection. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know? uh, uh, so speaking of relaxing, I saw you got to go on a little bicycle ride here the other day. Yeah, my, uh, my father-in-law, uh, he, he got a bicycle. He wants to go bicycle riding in Colorado. So we got him. They go, well, his son and, uh, and Sully got him a bike. And he wanted to, he finally, it finally stopped raining and snowing and everything. So he can finally take it out and use it. So he decided that he said, hey, you want to ride? Like, man, I ain't rode a bike in like at least 10 years. So I got on there. I'm all shaky, trying to get my legs back under me. And so, yeah. Did you crash? I didn't crash. I almost did, but you know, I you know it comes back to you, like they said, it's like riding a bicycle. Yeah, I, uh, when me and Sarah first got ours, like as soon as I got on the damn thing, I tried riding without any hands. Like I didn't, I didn't pace myself for nothing. I just put my hands right up in the air, and as soon as I got to the first turn, I didn't realize, you know, when you're a kid and you need to make a sharp turn, you just stick your leg down and you turn your bicycle. It's no big deal. Yeah. yeah. But when you're when you're a grown man. And you're pedaling, you know, it may not feel like you're going fast, but that's a lot of, that's a lot of kinetic energy, a lot of weight, a lot of mass going in one direction, putting your leg down, ain't going to stop the bike. <laughs> oh, so no. did it end well, I guess then? No, I went straight up over the curb, right into the fence. <laughs> but, but you jumped up real quick though, right? Real cool. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. Got, got to quit, you know, had a little, little bit of scrapes on my, on my knee, but nothing big. And then, uh. And Sarah here recently, because uh, I was riding my bike probably about over the summertime, and Sarah hopped on it and went for a ride, and she crashed it too. Oh no! Dang. Yeah. Same same thing. You know, hit a turn too hard, and because she when we had started riding, she was riding one of those uh, tricycles. Like um, you remember that kid at school, Alan? I uh, can't remember his last name, but his mom rode this tricycle everywhere she went. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean anywhere. I mean, she, school events, football, band, debate. Whatever, man. She was on those three wheels and just going to town. Well, <laughs> well, Sarah got one of those. And so, but when she got on my bicycle, which is two wheels, she wasn't quite ready for it. And bam. Just, and, just, just took a bunch of fries. Just took a yeah. bunch of fries. Huh? So you're a little, little bit shaky, but you eventually got it in. Uh, yeah, I, I got it under control. You know, we went down that little hill. You can't see the picture, but I was kind of terrified. Like, okay, I got to turn. Um, you know, it was a, a road, so I didn't have much room to turn. So, but yeah. I almost I turned down the hill. And like, okay, I didn't die, so I didn't well, you did die. Okay, so I almost got hit by a car um, the other day where we were we were riding to the grocery store. Yeah, and the grocery store next to my house uh, is the Walmart. Really, huh? The Walmart? Yeah, there's Walmart <laughs> by my house. You you go uh -huh. from your house to that Walmart? Uh, the neighborhood market. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's uh, it's not that far. It only takes about fifteen minutes to get down there. Okay, but um, the hill to get into the Walmart is like super steep, and my brakes weren't doing. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of mass, and those brakes ain't going to catch it. They're not going to stop uh. those wheels from turning. So I just was like, screw it. I'm just going to haul ass straight across the entrance. Well, at that same time, a car a car was turning in, 
And yeah. Sarah, like, that car didn't slow down. They didn't give a shit. They were going in. They didn't care if I hit them or not. And I, I just, like, barely made it. Like, barely made it past the, the entry when the car just pulled, whipped right in. So, yeah. where well, was that? Huh? The Walmart at the Never Market. Yes. Down the road from my house. I was, we were riding bicycles to get groceries because. Who was? Uh, me and Sarah. Good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was talking to Aaron. Uh, John was riding the bicycle the other day, and his wife put photos of it up online. I was asking him about it. And when were you riding the bicycle, John? It was yesterday and about the afternoon before the game started. Just want to give give him a test run. So, uh, or is that something you'll think you'll you'll pick up? You think you'll start bike riding? I don't, I don't I don't know, Shane. I don't, I don't feel that like your I'm ass off. Uh, just. Mm-mm. Here's my problem with, with like bike riding as a hobby is the way the guys that dress that do it, it's fucking ridiculous. Like uh, you don't like those guys? I mean, it's like you know, I'm I, I mean I'll do a little cosplay every now and then, but I, you know, I don't hop on a bicycle and fucking you know No, 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 let's, it's not let's get to the root of problem. You look the at people that dress that way dress that way for a purpose. A lot of that stuff is like sweat wicking and uh, retains body heat so that you don't no, overexert yourself. No, and no. you look at them and you're saying, "Oh, you feel entitled to this road now? You feel entitled? They can just run the stoplights and red lights. No one stop for you, huh?" That's true. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a mentality that goes behind it too. It's a, it's a yeah, look, it's a mentality. It, but you know, John, do you I was see at, me. Do you just see me? I'm riding a bicycle, sir. <laughs> I was I was at. Yeah, I'm, it's always I'm, bike ride. I'm a professional, yeah. professional bike rider, sir. Yeah, Look at my always, thighs. It's always prep. Yeah. Um, bitterness going on right here. Oh, man. I do not well, like those guys. Up dude. here, it's a problem, Aaron, because they have bicycle lanes, and they, they get in the way. We have bicycle lanes. Oh, I'm sorry you got somewhere so damn important to be. <laughs> uh, uh, just I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's annoying. Uh, yeah, that's the same thing. <laughs> uh, their For me, it's their attitude. They're always waving their hands at you like, hey, would you see me? Yeah, fuck it. That's why yeah. they hit you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, there was. I was taking my employees to lunch for uh, Christmas, and we were we took the van to go, and as we were going downtown, coming back to work, this uh, these two mounted uh, deputies or, or officers were riding their horses nearby, and I needed to turn down the same street street they were walking, but they weren't staying on the sidewalk, and I was like, well, I'm just going to drive by them. And, like, as I'm driving by, they just gave me this go-to-hell look, like, why are you driving that car so close to these horses? I was like, well, hell, I don't know what to do. I don't know the protocol for horses. I don't know if I need to treat them like a really slow car that's got shit coming out the back of it. You got to give them a wide burst because they spook easy. Well, shit, man. Put a sign on them. Give us a wide (laughs) burst. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a sign on the horses. Do you you drive up next to a wild animal ever? A bear? uh, A dog? uh, Anything? I mean, it happens from time to time. I'm not trying to do it on purpose, you know. I don't know why they'd be that close to a bear, you know. Yeah, that's that bear. Like, what shit? Well, if you're if you're up in the mountains, yeah, you'll you'll drive across the bears. Like in Tennessee, black bears are everywhere. Hell no! Hell no! And a black bear, John. A black. If you if you if you think you're gonna climb up a tree, no, you ain't getting up that tree because the bear will be right behind you all the way to the top. Laugh, yeah, laughing at you. I'll, I'll go up the tree. Look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah, like they'll, they'll get up. At, they'll get up at way faster than you will. 
There's a video on Facebook where a guy was in a tree blind hunting some wild animal, and within a matter of 10 seconds, the tree got right next to his face, smelled him, and then climbed back down. Hell no. <laughs> you know, you get, you get a black bear on the wrong day, and your face is coming off. They don't care. <laughs> well, they shit. don't give a damn. I don't want that, that with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in that one movie. Uh, he, Rev- that people thought the Rev- there was Rev- the Rev- Rev- right that that movie. They, they said that was like the most realistic mauling that's ever been documented for. Yeah, for that, was, that was cool though. I, cool, not cool. You know that. Well, I, I like. <laughs> I, I like the movie. I, I like the movie. I like that scene. I like that sequence. One of the most beautiful movies you can watch. But I hated Leonardo DiCaprio's performance. I don't know why he got an Oscar for that. He got an Oscar for that. Shane, that's the best, his best actor. All he did was lay in the mud and yell, John. That's all he did. I no, that. that's not all that's, he that's did. That's a realistic actor. He missed his son. Actor. You were believing that was his son. With Tom Hardy, man. Come on. Can you go toe-to-toe with Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy was doing good. Leonardo DiCaprio was laying in the mud, yelling. That's all he did. Just, ah. <laughs> he died and he came and killed him. For 10 minutes. Ah! Like, I mean, come on, man. That was some good acting, though. I was, they thought he's hurt. That's some good acting, Shane. Y'all are delusional. <laughs> <laughs> that was good acting. I'm, I'm just I, not I really thought he was hurt. I'm I just really find that bear. Everything else in that movie is amazing, except for that shit. I was just, after a while, you're like, okay, I get it. He's hurt. Thank you. You, you got to get away from that, man. You can't just find one thing wrong and then, you know, magnify <laughs> You're so bad about that. You find one fault, you just blow it out of proportion. There's that one scene is where he's screaming and hollering for his life, and he's watching his son get killed. Well, hold up. The other day, you were sitting there talking about Batman's voice and how ridiculous it was. I was going to say, it wasn't just that. (laughs) There was was a lot of crap going wrong with those movies. I was going to say, before we moved on, did you want to say anything that I know because we lost Aaron? Did you want to say something like, wait a minute, you know, something's back to him before we lost him that day? Oh, I, I I haven't re-listened to the episode yet to get my thoughts in order. So I'll listen to it on the way to work in the morning and then I'll I'll see if I got rebuttals. Okay. I was, I well, was just. You know what? Let me point this out because you brought up Batman's voice. I never said anything about Batman's voice. You were the one that was making fun of it because I remember we were in in your car and Sarah was in the car with you and you're doing Batman impersonations about taking a dump and she just busts out laughing. What did I say? Oh, you, come on! You want me to, to remember exactly what you said? You're talking about something about taking a dark, uh, Batman duty in the bat in the bat bathroom well, on the Batman what, <laughs> porcelain throne or some dumb is- shit. What did Ben Affleck do for his voice? They, 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 they put a, they put a robot. But yeah, they put a synthesizer on there and made it deeper, like and gave, and gave it a little bit of a growl. But it was all, it was mechanical, it was electronic. They had like a, Alfred installed a microphone in the suit. Now in the real life, they just went back and edited his voice. It wasn't, you know, he didn't have to actually act all that different. What did what did the animated series Bruce Wayne do? His it got deeper. He just he's dark. He just, voice. <laughs> He's got deeper and, um, you know, no no bullshit, you know. Like the the normal Bruce Wayne was kind of friendly, kind of joked around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Very uh, diplomatic. When yeah. he put that fucking suit on, he's like, you know, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am. I like that. Oh, okay. We got two topics. Uh, don't know if we'll get to both of them, but we'll get to the first one. Um, was the topic that you suggested 
uh, working with a know-it-all or being around a know-it-all. Uh, well, somebody who knows everything on a subject and you can't get a word in because they know it all. Well, well you, you had that before, though, Shane. People act like, like oh, I'm an astronomer. And I, I, know, I know geography. I know how this shit works. Or, you know, you had that before. She's so like, oh, you know what, Shane? I don't think this doctor knows who he's talking about. Or, you know, shit like people think they know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, right. Like, oh, I read an article. You read a fucking article. This guy went to, went to school for 10 years, but you know what? You read a fucking article. <laughs> and a lot of times that article is just a headline, John. It's all they read. It's just a headline. Yeah, and, uh, I guess I, no. I think you're leaning more towards Facebook publications where they see some breaking news report, but they don't see the details. And they're like, oh, I heard that we make contact with aliens. Well, well you got the whole thing about that. That's where most Americans get their news. It's from Facebook feeds. You mean you, clickbait? I call them clickbait. Sometimes a lot of them clickbait. Like I'm not. Most of them are clickbait. Yeah, Most of them aren't know? really news articles. They're just clickbait. You know, I want to read. If you make it through the bottom of one of those articles, you'll see the person <laughs> that wrote it. It's just it's an op-ed. It's just somebody's opinion. It's not really done with any research. You know. Uh, you know, you know how to say people are like they're they're they know it all or they know one thing and they know shit. Nothing, nothing And this guy pissed me off at work, dude. So bad, I had to leave the room. Oh, we were going through a tra- we were going through a training scenario, and this guy he's ex Navy. He worked on submarines, so he's he's a a good uh, industrial mechanic. But he was talking about how um, you know Trump is a businessman. He's probably the best businessman this country's ever seen. And I said, but do you know how many times he's declared bankruptcy? And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> Average bear. That's a that's a Yogi Yogi Bear, right? Isn't that? That's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Uh, I just point, appreciate point the Yogi that. Bear reference. I just I just like the Yogi Bear reference. I think that's cool. Yeah, but then, no, he was telling me that I was a dumb shit without actually saying it, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck up, you fucking gearhead? That my my job doesn't revolve around fucking greasing parts and changing out oil. Anyway. So he started talking about that. And, you know, I looked up a, a report from the Washington Post and I said that he declared bankruptcy on a two on a one point four billion dollar uh, deficit for a company. It was a casino and resort. And he's like, where'd you get that from? The Washington Post. He's like, oh, they're an underwriter for CNN. I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck. It's the Washington Post. People reference them for research papers what? And, 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 how, and scholarly articles. You can't sit there and tell me that that's debunked just because it's got ties to CNN. And doesn't tell me that's bullshit. Well, you're, you're being biased. A, a, lot, a lot of stuff I put on Facebook is just me going to my news saying, oh, I want to read this later. I'll just, you know, for me, it's like a bookmark. Oh, I want to read this later. I'll post it on Facebook so I remember to read it later. And I remember someone put on there, who the fuck reads CNN? I'm like, I was just going to read that later. I, I didn't know what was going on. You just automatically hate it because you saw CNN on it. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the current political climate, it's it's hard to have an opinion without pissing somebody off. You agree, Shane? Oh, I debated with this dude about Trump's legitimacy if he hadn't fucking insulted me with, you got to be smarter than the average bear. Is that a good line for you? A good singer? I mean, it it is, worked it? I, I, did, I do like the reference. I mean, I, I know you're my brother and all, but damn, that was, I get it. I, I dig it, man. I, I, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it was used against you in anger, but uh, still, I mean, that's You're a- smarter than the average fucking bear. Wait a minute, cocksucker. And that goes for me and for you. You can't just sit there and blindly support Trump because he's made a few well, good business deals that have ended up benefiting him. Well, well, there's, you know, there's the classic. Okay, so when it comes to business, there's there's two different types of business. There's the classic businessman, which makes fair deals, makes wise adjustments, sound investments, you know, slow, slow to earn or, you know, slow to burn. It's everything's steady and consistent and your wealth is generated over time, but you can always, can you, uh, can you, name you have a man Trump, in, Trump in that, is, in that scenario? Yeah. Do what? Can you name a man in that scenario? That oh, can time? I name somebody who's yeah. like that? Yeah. Uh, the, the guy who runs the fed right now, what's that dude's name? Old dude. Uh, what Warren? Uh, Warren Buffett. Yeah, Buffett. Straight up, fair dealing. I mean, he's it's just numbers, and 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 he's just trying to make good investments, and he's being safe safe with his money. But then okay. you have the other businessman who came around in the eighties, and it was make profit at all fucking costs, and that's Trump. Whatever you got to do, if you got if you got to burn the business and cut cut your losses, you cut your losses and you move on. It doesn't matter. Whatever you need to do. To get ahead, that's what you do. You just sink it all. If you got to sink the fucking ship, you sink the ship. If you got to, you, you lose the battle, but you win the war. That's so it's different. It's just a different dynamic, and it's real easy when you when you look at somebody who does business that way to point to their failures. If you look at Warren Buffett, you could say, yeah, it probably wasn't a wise decision, but overall, the man makes the right calls. So especially for him, you know, I don't know if it's the best thing for the American people, but it's good for him. Um. So yeah, it's just uh, it's just different styles in, in business. So I mean, Aaron was right. It's, Trump's not a perfect businessman, but that guy was right too in the regards that you know he did some. I mean, he's living in Trump Tower. You just don't get to live in there, you know. I mean, that costs money. So he's got to be doing something right, you know, even if it is crooked. Well, I'm not. I never read none of his. Just uh, contradict yourself in that. He's got to be doing something right, even if it's crooked. Then it's not right. It's crooked. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's like, you know, crooked, which is illegal, but then there's like crooked, which is just shitty. Man, I bet you dug deep enough into his uh, communications and, re- and relays between people. And if, if there was somebody over his shoulder watching everything that he ever did and heard everything that he ever said, you'd find something illegal that he did. Fucking traffic. I mean, like some serious white collar crime. What? Same thing. You got to prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove everything. Uh, and not only do you got to prove it, you got to withheld. Like when he puts that check in front of you that says, "Hey, uh, here's five million if you just shut the hell up." I mean, what are you gonna do then? You know, <laughs> I I can tell you what I'm gonna do. I mean, I think everybody here knows when the five million dollar <laughs> check's in front of me. Guess what's gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> going my, I'm shutting my ass up. <laughs> Since we're talking about this, uh, somebody from Fox News uh, sent out, a, I guess this is a tweet, the level of hatred towards the 45th president of the United States is beyond anything we've seen in history. Somebody responded, somebody shot John F. Kennedy in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not, he's not the most hated. He may be despised that's not funny, and loathed. But, that's but clever. Not, that's I mean, clever. It's clever, though. <laughs> they, they, you know, Kennedy got it in the face, and uh, uh, shit, Lincoln got it in the back of the head, like in the theater. He's watching uh, a show. Uh, Shane, s- side note, real quick, do you really believe it's one guy that shot him? Do you really believe it, Kennedy? Yeah, do you really believe it, or do you think it was one, or two, two or three guys? And, and Aaron too. Aaron, do you believe it was one guy? Or do you think it was two uh, or three? Uh, 
Harvey Oswald, man. He shot off three rounds on a moving target and was able to score a headshot. I think I think it's a, I think it's possible that the situation I think it's possible he could have had help. I don't think <laughs> you, 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 y'all y'all all seen the shows, Miss Buster, and they all show like, well, how could he have done this with a magic bullet or you know what? Well, they just don't know what a motivated Marine and his rifle can do. Come come to find yeah, we all saw full metal jacket. We come to find out. <laughs> Um, the seat that the guy, the governor, the guy that was in the front seat, it sits up higher than the low than the back seat. So that's where you get the magic bullet from. The seat was just actually higher. So it wasn't that it ricocheted and went up. It just, but once a bullet hits flesh, anyways, it's hard to predict where it's going to go. Um, I I don't know, John. I there's something there. There was some mistakes made. I don't know if they were yeah, intentional. Of course, yes. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's. I don't know if somebody's trying to cover something up because, I mean, the coroner's office in Dallas and what the Washington, D.C. report were two different things. And I, there's something there. There's something going on, and I don't know if it's just incompetency or if there was actually a plot. Well, that's uh, usually what it is, is incompetence. You know, it's probably in, you know, I mean, Oswald just was a guy that I guess he, you know, really just didn't like what Kennedy stood for and took him out. I know, uh, but then it, what's weird is that the guy who killed Oswald after that, how did he get so close with a revolver? You know, how did he? I mean, what was his angle? You know, what's that guy's name? Jack something. Jack. Uh, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. But you know, it, it's there's there's so many theories about that. It's so hard because well, I've seen a lot of them. I've seen yeah, I've seen ton of them. I've seen all the theories almost. Well, when it, when, when it happened, I mean, it devastated the country, and so but. You had Vietnam, so people just kind of forgot. You know, they moved on. You got the space race and Vietnam, and you just kind of worry about other things. And then, and then after you come back in the eighties, and you're like, "Well, hold up. You know, we really didn't look at this. You know, what was going on here? Was this really just one guy? Is one guy capable of this?" Yes. And yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, you could say he is, and but you can also say it's very plausible that he had help. You know, uh, you got to prove it, just like John said. Hey, Coffee, you not about proving it. That's true. Like, not about well, what you think. I think, if I'm not mistaken, John's Wilkes Booth, he had he had help, right? Wasn't that a yeah, plot? There's a documentary about um, the whole scheme plot to kill. Uh, weren't, they, weren't they waiting, like, in a barn somewhere or something? They schemed it or all? I don't know. Whatever. Um, rolled up in there, you know. There's been other hated presidents. I mean, if you're a Native American, you fucking hate Andrew Jackson's ass. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a there was a video that was circulating about um, people's opinion on Christopher Columbus, and they asked a bunch of natives, like "fuck that guy." <laughs> oh, natives natives hate fucking Columbus, you know, because I mean, and you, if you know the history, I mean, he shows up and he's like, "Oh, this is India," and they're like, "No," and he's like, "Well, you're gonna be my slave." Yep, you know? you're gonna embrace Christianity or die. And that's, that's what happened. <laughs> you know? he, he just walked around. You're welcome. You're welcome here. You're welcome. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm here to pull you up out of this shit, out of this mud hole, you know. And but first, I need you to go kill your friends real quick. I need you to go kill all them, and that way make room for us. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a harsh world we live in. There's no doubt. Um, you know, crazy shit happens all the time. Uh, so what ended up happening? You still got to work with that guy, Aaron, the guy who who told you the Yogi Bear crack or whatever. 
Yeah, well, he works in a different office, and he works out in the field. He doesn't actually work in a shop. So I see him sparingly. And since he's former Navy, you know, I let it go. We we have a – I, I kind of give more leeway and grace to guys that piss me off that are former military because you you got to kind of understand we, we communicate in a certain way. And so when we're blunt and direct to you, it's because we're used to being talked that way. So, But there's, there's another guy at work that pisses me off because he's so knowledgeable, quotation marks there. He's our repair manager, and he went to Baylor and got a um, – aviation mechanic degree mm-hmm. so he can, he can build planes and uh draft up wings and work on the the wings of a plane and tell you about aerodynamics but uh for some reason that equates to him being in charge of the production and assembly teardown and customer relations for our entire shop and i don't get that for a fucking second because uh, he can he knows some good electrical concepts which is you know part of the job you got to be knowledgeable about current and ratios and how a conductor absorbs electricity and retains it over time and blah, blah, blah. But there's no arguing with them. There's no arguing with them at all. In fact, the last guy that did, my boss, they ended up making things so bad for him that he quit. Damn. Mm. John, you ever run across a manager that had no business being a manager? I Same. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a lot of places. Yeah, I met plenty of guys. Especially Walmart, right? Did, yeah. Did what they were doing. No, no but, reason. Like, how did you get this job? I, I worked at a conventions, and the guy in charge, like, who whose brother's sister are you? Because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, oh, the flow guy, guy goes this way, and the flow guy goes that way. How the fuck are you going to tell me how people want to come in and come out the same damn door? Like, that make no damn sense. Or, oh, I think, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I met just pure dumb men who think, who literally do like they just, fly by the seat of their pants and hope it works, you know? You know, I don't think there's a one. I th- it's tough because when I worked in the store, man, it you know, you'd have your managers from the office come down and they'd be like, look, I need this wall striped. And you're like, okay, so strike means one product, one row, up and down. And that's all you want. But then they come back and they're like, no, I want it striped. And you're like, what the fuck, man? What's it matter? It's there. It's on the shelf. Shit. You mean horizontally? or Because well, I met some people saying, no, I want to strike. Okay. Horizontally or vertical? The only way you do it. Okay. Horizontal or vertically? <laughs> you don't yeah. Know and they want. You know what you're doing. <laughs> it's like, what do you want from me? You know? And you fucking, you, you do it. And then they come back and they're like, no, I said strike. And you're like, motherfucker, this is one row. It's one column. <laughs> Shit, man. Just do it the way you want it. Yeah, break it down for me, Crayola style. If they yeah. tell me, don't don't leave it open for interpretation. There was one manager I can remember. We do an inventory, and I was like, uh, he's like, yeah, get this striped. And I was like, all right, I'll get it done. So you know, I did it, organized them. He come back by, and he's like, I thought I said get them striped. And I was like, yeah, that's what I did. And he's like, no, this is striped. And like, he moved one fucking can. And I'm like, dude, why are you so worked up over this shit for? I guess the manager was chewing his ass out, and he just took it off the first person he could, you know. Yeah. Oh, they want just his last word. Oh, you can't do nothing right. They got to put one little thing in there. Make it, I, yeah, you, you didn't do this. Turn the can. Now it's perfect. Well, go fuck yourself now. You turn the can. You know, when I got – when I had to go back to work at Best Buy um, when my house flooded, like I was in do not give a shit mode. If anybody said something smart ass to me, I was saying I was speaking my mind back. Uh, I didn't care. Fire me. I got a real job. This is just shit I'm doing for extra money. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you, you, customers come in and bitch. 
Oh, well, what the fuck you want from me? (laughs) I didn't give a damn, man. They'd come in there and they'd be like, you know, where's the TVs? And I'd be like, oh, well, if you just turn your head to the right and you look over there, you'll see the huge selection of them. And they're like, you don't have to be a smart ass. And I was like, and you don't have to be a dumbass, but I guess we've already covered that topic up. (laughs) They fucking walk off and I don't give a shit. What are they going to do? Go tell on me? Give me a bad review? Ooh. (laughs) I can lose all this? Oh, no. Okay. And, it's, <laughs> and really, at, at Walmart, it's a different ballgame because when they when they tell you that bullshit, I'm not coming back here again. Whatever, you're fucking coming back. You're always coming back. Once you go yeah, into Walmart, you might wait three months, but you're coming back. You're coming back. We're, you you're never. We're never going to lose you. I, I remember a guy one time. I was working in the in the can, and he comes in and he's looking for a ladder, and we had just sold the last ten foot ladder. And so he's pissed because he's like, he needs a ladder. And he's like, don't y'all have any in the back? And I'm like, no, sir, we, we ran out. We sold all of our ladders today. They had a sale. And he's like, well, people in this town are getting tired of this. And we got other options. So you won't be seeing me again. The next week, that fucker put in an application to work at Walmart. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I saw him coming out of the HR wearing a fucking smock. Like, I was like, this dude's full of shit, man. So you run into that. And they'll, they'll tell you I'll never come here again. And they're fucking coming back. You know, they got to. You're never going to not come back. We had a situation arise where I was uh, I was still pretty new at my job. I'd only been there for a few months, and we had this uh, this motor come in, and um, it's called a synchronous motor, meaning that it receives uh, – practically, it means that there's a, a direct current power supply and an alternating current power supply. There's two components of the motor that are going to receive that power, and that's going to cause the motor to run. So the way that this particular motor was set up, it needed a certain connection to be taken off and you had to run the units individually. So you couldn't run it synchronous. You couldn't run both things at the same time. Now, this is before our repair manager was our repair manager, but he was still used to being uh, a shot caller going in there saying, do this, do that. And he expects you to do it. So my supervisor that was training me at the time, we spent four hours after hours. I'm saying we stayed until 830 that night trying to figure out how to get this to work and we couldn't do it. We even called one of our uh, subject matter experts who's been doing this for over 30 years and he didn't help us figure it out until the next day. That's anyway, getting, getting to that. So we spent, like I said, four hours working on this motor. We couldn't figure it out. So we said, we're going to call it a night and try again tomorrow because this customer needs this motor ran and we got to get it run and then we'll ship it to him. We go in the next day and our head honcho, uh, who's a very knowledgeable guy, but still didn't have a clue about what to do about this thing. He comes in with this repair manager. And l- let me stress, at the time, he was not the repair manager. He comes in with this guy. And they spend two and a half hours doing everything we did the night before. Everything. For some reason, what the work that we did step by step wasn't good enough. They had to do it themselves and prove that what we did wasn't going to work. I don't know why. I don't know why they couldn't take our word for us. The guy that was training me had only been doing it for a year and a half before me, and then he even had help this time. So I don't, I don't understand where the breakdown was, where they had to do it themselves, and we had to sit there and watch them fumble and make the same mistakes we made. Anyway, we ended up getting in touch with our subject matter expert once again, who's actually somewhere else working, and he tells us, hey, crawl up there and disconnect this and disconnect that and see what happens. We did that, disconnected it. We put power on one motor. It ran. We put powder on the other side of the motor called the exciter. It ran. And we said, okay, this is what we'll do. What happens? The guy that I'm talking about, who's now my repair manager, gets on the phone. He's like, yeah, we fixed it. We figured it out. We got it running. What the fuck you mean we? 
You didn't do nothing. <laughs> you stood there and told us to do this, that, and the other, which we spent four hours doing the day fucking before. I stayed four hours after my fucking shift to get this shit done. I was so. Well, Shane, we, <laughs> we, we call that uh, uh, Shane an uh, opportunist right there. He saw opportunity to get a little uh, get a little head. He took it. There you go. Both jumped on that ball. Yeah, we figured it out. Yeah, you know, he saw an opportunity. It looked good. It's a, all, all that matters at the end of the day is you get that credit. That's what matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. Doesn't matter. That's what, um, our head honcho that's uh, at our police right now, he's been taking all the credit for reducing our uh, in-house spending. And what I mean by that is it's money that we spend on supplies and materials. And he was like, yeah, we, uh, we got new construction works done, and we did it all with recycled aluminum and tin. It's like, well, you're not accounting for all the hours it took to man those projects, to build that shit. You just What you're using is the uh, – well, I'm not going to get into it because that's – that's uh, family affairs, but anyway, he he's doing that with exactly what you're saying. He's taking all this credit, and a lot of people are, you know, we're we're just having to fucking deal with it, and it sucks. <laughs> Don, you uh, you, you know, it's like put a battery in our car wrong, right? Yeah, no, we're not gonna talk about. You put a battery in a car wrong, uh, Aaron, it blows a starter fuse. Everyone <laughs> so, out there. You gotta know red and black, you know. <laughs> now, John, was that your first role as a manager? Was that your first? That was yes. That was my first time as a manager. And you you took the job like after I fucking walked out, right? Yes. Like you, like I walked out the next day. You're fucking in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, I like picked your check up and walked out smiling and just never came back. I was happy as hell, Aaron. I was like almost skipped back to the car. I was like, I ain't coming here again. Ever again. <laughs> it's over. You know? And then you like the next day. Terrible times working for Walmart. <laughs> next day, man, John's just right there. He was he was the opportunist in that one. He's like, Well, when the when when he's gone, it's my turn now. What the first the oh, yeah. huh? if it's actually successful. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I mean, the funniest one I ever saw was uh, it was a Volkswagen Beetle, and the fucker had no floorboard. Oh damn! <laughs> he he could flip flip Fristone that shit, man. There was no floorboard. I was like, sir, you had no floorboard. Yeah, well, I just need the oil change. You know, it takes a floorboard that's not there. <laughs> so I'm like, so. I went and told my manager, his guys had no floorboard. Like, well, what does he want? It was an oil change. Well, I, fucking oil. I, like, I don't know. Just need oil. You're not doing it in the floorboard. Like, okay. So it's, it's so weird, Shane, driving up to the bay, and there's no floorboard. You see ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think there's some guidelines in the training video where if the car is, like, really bad, you're not supposed to do work on it. And I don't know if that's one where you could say, no, nah, man, we, we can't do it, you know. But you're going to have one pissed off customer <laughs> if you turn them down. That's well, too bad. Well, fix his fucking car. Well, you know, the, the best one, uh, Shane, was this guy. He rolled up in a white Mercedes, white interior, and white uh, white uh, sided tires. I don't even call, you call them white sided tires. Everything was white. I said, hell no. I said, sir, nope. Take it, take the Mercedes. He's like, oh, I think all changed. Like, yeah. We ain't touching that. White interior, white, like, no, white walls? No, no, man. 
Sorry, we ain't just, nothing on this car. You are on the verge of getting a cleaning bill. As soon as you touch that fucking thing, he's yep. going to be hitting yeah. you with a bill. No, he would find something wrong. Like, yeah, oil. <laughs> yeah, he would find something. Oh, oil. I need a whole interior clean. I see a guy got oil in here. The what? So that's a pretty bold move, Cotton. Yeah, I, I told him no. I just told him no. No, thank you. He, he got mad, and the guy, my boss, walked out there. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, sir. Take it somewhere else. Uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Take it somewhere else. Sorry, we're gonna I, turn this down. I think I'd been on the job probably about three weeks as the manager, and so I got pretty comfortable in how things, you know, how to run things. And one Sunday we were short-handed, like we had two call-ins, so I only had one guy to change the oil and one guy to do tires. And I don't know if you remember that tire guy. It was that old white guy? It was a little overweight. Uh, I think he's talking about Ron. I think his name was Ron. Yeah, I want to say he used to, he kept calling somebody Sparky or called himself Sparky. I can't remember. But anyways, he uh, he fucking he was just I could see he was just wore out. He was sweating. He was having to take seats. So I just went out to the parking lot and all the cars that were lining up. I told the cash uh, the person taking their orders. I was like, shut it down. We're shutting this down. We're not we're not taking anymore. And she's like, we still got two hours left. And I was like, no, no, we're done. It's over. Just close it. We're not taking any more customers because I couldn't have my staff there till you know, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And, uh, we shut it down, man, and people were pissed. They're like, what's going on? I was like, we're closed. Shop's closed. Like, put a big old fucking sign, took all the tires indoors. I mean, it was over. Yeah, I, I think they told me stories about the Yeah, Shane shut it down one day at 6 o'clock. Like, really? Yeah, he shut it down. He brought everything in, shut it down. I'm like, oh, okay. We couldn't, we couldn't do it, man. We could not do it. I just, I, I, it was taking too long, man. I don't yeah, know. That well, job just, that wore me down. That, and the bad part about it was when I told them I wanted to be a manager, they were like, we'll start off as a CSM and then work your way up. And I was like, I don't want to be a CSM because I need my schedule flexible. And they're like, oh, well, it's your choice. I was like, what the hell, man? Work with me, shit. I remember, I remember one manager, he, I remember he told me, I won't say his name, but I remember one manager, he told me, JP, you're not going to go nowhere until I get promoted. Then you can do whatever you want. Uh, I'm like, damn, man. That's why I, that's why I transferred stores. Like, you know what? Forget this. I'm out of here then. That's what he told me. He goes, you're going to do nothing or go nowhere until I get promoted. I need you right where you are doing your job. I'm like, well, I'm like, well fuck this then. <laughs> you, remember, uh, you remember our friend uh, Trent? He ended yeah. up leaving Walmart because of that. He was, I think he got up the store manager and he ended up leaving. And that's, you're walking away from six digits, man. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I he, remember. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't put up with it anymore. And so he went into business for himself doing uh, those shitty little pyramid schemes. If he's listening, I'm sorry, Trent, but come on, man. You know, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. But, he, he contacted me like, Hey, DP, you're really good with people. You're really knowledgeable. You're really friendly. I'd like to talk to you about opportunity. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks, Trent. I'm like, uh, nah. <laughs> well, my yeah, dumb man. Try doing that same damn thing. Well, my dumb man. Well, Trent's actually making money at it. He's he's a real deal, but still, it's it's the pyramid scheme. But it, I I was trying to start a, a paintball group, and I I sent an email out to Trent because I just hung out with him, and I was like, hey man, let's go play some paintball. And he's like, oh, well, did I tell you about this exciting opportunity that I'm working on? I was like, dude, 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 dude. Uh, if you want to come play paintball with us, that's fine. But don't try to sell me your job. I don't want to do it. He's like, well, you're just turning away free money. I was like, no, motherfucker. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, I, I made the mistake twice in my life of going. One of them, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was until the very end. 
But another one I went to, I thought, I thought it was a legitimate job. And I watched the video and I filled out some paperwork. And at the end of it, after anything, they sit you in this big old office and you meet this, this guy will come in the tire and a big old ring and everything. It looks like he's got bling. And he, he'll tell you, he's like, yeah, man, I just took a cruise because uh, yep. I work for yep. the best company in America. Yep. Yep. And, <laughs> and you sit down, and then at the end of it, the guy that you're there with, it's usually a guy who's not in a business suit. He's usually wearing shitty clothes. And he'll sit there, and hit, you know he's looking desperate as fuck. And at the end of it, you're like, well, what the fuck are they selling? What What's the product? <laughs> what do you do? This isn't, something's not right here. They're not – I don't know what – you know, because in Walmart, it's pretty straightforward. You got merchandise on the shelf. You sell it. It's easy. But this shit, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what, what am I doing? And then at the very end, they're like, all we need is $200 to get you licensed. And I'm like, yeah, let me go out to my car and get the check. Fucking peeled out, man. Smoke tires, smoke coming out the back of the tires. And everything. <laughs> you know, fucking, I'm out. I'm not doing that shit. And then they called me and he was like, where'd you go? What happened? I was like, yeah, man, uh, I'm not interested. The other <laughs> one, the other one, the guy tripped me up because the company name was sounded like a, a funeral home service. And I actually went and there was a group of us. There's like 10 of us. And I was like, okay, they're doing a mass hiring right now. And they're looking for. And so he asked all of our backgrounds. And when I said, you know, I was a support manager at Walmart, like all the people look like shocked. Like, like, why is this guy who makes good money trying to apply here? And I'm like, something's not right. And like this one chick worked for a newspaper and we're going around the room and they asked all these questions. And this chick was like, you know, uh, most employers don't ask these kind of questions. It's kind of illegal to ask this stuff. And the manager was like, yeah, we're just, it's all voluntary. You don't have to put anything down if you don't want to. It just gives us an idea if you're going to be a good fit. And as soon as he started talking about what it is they did, she just got up and left like right there in the middle of the fucking meeting. And I was like, okay, this isn't, that's weird. And then as the meeting went on, two or three, and everybody left except for me. My dumb ass was still sitting there. It was me and one other lady. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, okay, I, I don't, maybe this is too good to be true, or maybe, maybe what's going to happen? And then, of course, at the very end, he's like, all right, guys. So we're down to two. And I knew I was, I knew I was just going to have a couple, only a couple are willing to do it. But just so you know, to get you started, we're going to need $200. I was like, motherfucker, again? <laughs> Tricked again. So just, I was like, yeah, yeah, let me go out to my car and get my checks there. Same fucking thing. Peeled out. I don't know if the lady <laughs> took the bait or not, but God dang, man. And then when you're, the shitty thing is, is when you're in Walmart and they come up to you, you're working there. You're working in the store and they come up to you. Do you like your job? And I'm like, do you fucking work for the company? What What is this shit? You know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's okay. And they're like, oh. Well, do you would you like to make more money? And I was like, well, who wouldn't want to make more money? Would you like to make as much money as you want? And I'm like, well, who the fuck wouldn't want to like as much money as they want? You know? <laughs> well, you can do it. You can own your own business too. And I'm like, all right. You know, as soon as they say that shit, that's when you know it's not. Yeah. So. I remember. Anyways, uh, go I, ahead. Go ahead. I remember me and me and Daniel, uh, we were working at Target one time. And these two ladies approached us, and we were, and me and Dale mind our own business. No, you know what? I think Dale, no, that one time me and Dale were doing that, someone told us, hey, guys, I want to make some money. Like, well, that's fucking odd. Someone just tell us they want to make some money out of nowhere. Well, I want to take you somewhere. Hop in. Like, yeah, we're not going to fucking do that. Oh, God. <laughs> like, well, we're not going to do that. Didn't, and, uh, uh, I, go ahead. I remember, I remember this other time, 
I was leaving a Walgreens or something, and these two ladies walked up to me, and they're like, you want to buy a movie? They're like, oh, no, thank you. We're in it. Oh, well, no, thank you. Oh, but we're really in it. Uh, are you trying to send me a fucking porno? Really? You're trying to send me a porno in a parking lot <laughs> right now? <laughs> That's what you're well, trying to fucking do. <laughs> were they attractive? Huh? Were they attractive? Yeah, but it's still fucking weird. Like, that's still like some entrapment shit. Like, no, I don't fucking want to buy a porno in the middle of the parking lot. I'm sorry. This seems fucking weird to me. <laughs> How much was the porn? It was 10 bucks. 10 bucks for a two-hour movie. Well, John, you could have swung that. Nah, I tell you, I'm not buying a porno in a, in a Walgreens parking lot. <laughs> well, it's two hot chicks. See, I, I don't care, Chad. It just seemed like, no, no thank you. Were you, were you single at the time? Yes. John. Fucking blown it opportunity. Say, it, 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 it didn't seem right, Shane. Like, it, it didn't seem right. Dude, you and Daniel could have been in a fucking porno. And like you could pass that on to generations. Like, look. This... He spread his butt cheeks. It's my concho. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't thank you. You sure? You know what I want to say? No, yeah. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that said no. But I'm, I'm going to say no because I feel like I'm going to hand you $10. And someone's gonna say you're under arrest or some shit. <laughs> oh, you're right. There's a, there was a guy that was uh got put on uh put on probation for selling shit out of the back of his car at the flea market over there at um in Grand Prairie. Yeah, there you go. Anybody yeah, looks, that. Yeah, there's federal agents that walk around. <laughs> so it's probably a good thing y'all didn't buy that porn. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. Like, I don't know. I don't feel right. I'm sorry, you know. I mean, did she look like she was an agent, though? Did she look like she was legit, like she was government, or did she look like a nasty hoe? She did look like, well, I, I never met a porn star, but like one time. But the point is, I never didn't, she didn't look like she had, I don't know, how do you say it? Uh, she didn't have that, I said with 20 guys, you know, vibe coming off uh. of her. Yeah, that Arby melt vibe. Oh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I'm like, ah, no, thank you. I feel awkward. They're telling me to say no. I'm going to say no. Just keep my money, you know. Have a yeah. nice day, you know. So, oh, I still think you and Daniel, man, that could have been an adventure if you had jumped in. Nobody wants to see that. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, just, it just seemed, this, and you know what? I could have bought it, Shane. I go home with a blank CD. What's going to give me the finger? You know, like, ah, fuck uh, you. Yeah, it, probably was know. a scam. Probably was just a scam to get you ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, you know, you never know, you know. And I didn't want to know, so who knows? I wonder how either. many people took the bait. Who knows? Who knows? Like they were attractive. Like I said, they were attractive, but nah, nah, not for me though. I'd rather keep ten dollars. Yeah, taking a, <laughs> taking a big risk. Uh huh. So, anyways, uh, one more thing, Shane. Before we go, one more big uh, topic change. <clears throat> for you, for us tonight to end it off. Tax today. The what? What happened? What happened, Aaron? Really didn't stay on desk today. Well, if no, we, we, we're talking about experts and you know, this, work this, this, this is gonna be a good one, though. I promise you, it's a good one. So, uh, in a world of Aaron say, Aaron say, in a world of oversensitive people, is it okay to get upset? It's okay to be upset and argue with people, right? It's okay, right? That's actually it's part of being a human, yeah. It's not okay to <laughs> it's not okay to become a baby, you know, and get mad because no one wants to agree with you, right? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Right? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You, you have to understand not everybody's going to agree with you. That's part of being a grown up. Yes. 
So it's, it's okay to be, but you say it's okay to be upset though about something. It's okay to be upset and not agree with someone. It's like, you know, a relationship. It's okay to disagree sometimes. Right, right. Oh, I disagree all. It's a constant. A relationship's a fucking war, John. It's a, it's you're in a war zone, and you got to pick and choose your battles. You know, it's a war. I'm my, I'm man. I know. It's no, a war John, zone. John, it's straight up warfare. You need to get your war paint on, fucking get your camos, and go to town because it's time. It's time to get in the shit. I don't think John has camos. Well, I, whatever. I, I, I agree that you should pick sometime like. When, when they say something like you, I agree you should, you should pick your battles. Like, okay, so let's talk about this. Ah, I'll, I'll let her win the conversation. But you know, when something big, you know, I don't if, know. Like, if you're if you're needing brownie points, like if you're needing, let's say you're you're in the war, you're in the shit, and you've been losing a lot of battles, but you need a win. The easiest way to get a win is just agree. <laughs> you got to win. You know, you don't even have to really agree with it, but you just say you agree with it and you win. You win that one battle, John. I mean, you lose, but in the long run, you win. <laughs> well, you'd have to be married to get it, Aaron. It's it's a different world. Thanks. Uh, yeah, no, John. I, so, who are you saying? Was something? Were you acting like a baby? Is that what you're saying? Cause no, no, no. I'm just saying in general, people like like I work with people that are oversensitive about everything. They're they're, they're are mad. Like they want to leave work when they get upset. Oh, uh, I didn't like what he said about. R. Kelly, or I don't like what they said about Trump, or I don't like what they said about uh, how they changed the movie. And someone argued with them, like, well, they're making me upset. I want to go home. You can't go home because you're upset because someone disagreed with you. You know, you yeah. Just... <laughs> no, I need you to do your job. I mean, you're getting paid for this shit. If you go home, uh, pay time off because uh, we ain't leaving just for that shit. Yeah, you, and it's, it's anywhere, really. You know, when you're out in public, you know, you can't just, you don't, you kind of can't talk to people. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that actually just happened uh, at my job the other day. We had a guy that was being reprimanded because um, somebody, somebody, oh yeah, our repair manager, our repair manager thought that this particular individual was on his phone too much, and uh, he didn't agree with that. Which you know I can't objectively state one way or the other, but I I know that um, you know they're they're starting to tighten down on discipline and and performance and such, and so um, this particular individual was was part of that and. He uh he got so worked up about it. He said, uh, "I'm gonna leave before I knock a motherfucker out." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> uh, can't, can't really say that. Now you just threaten somebody. Threaten, make a threatening gesture. The you know? scenario you guys were proposing, though, at work, man, that's a fucking pain in the ass, paperwork wise. Like that's the kind. Of, that's the worst kind of shit you deal with as a manager. Like having to deal with that bullshit. That gets old. Yeah, fill out the form. What did they say? Ask questions. Investigate. Have a discussion. Come down with a rule. It's fucking bullshit, man. Is it? Is it usually a a, a useless uh, argument they're mad about? Nine times out of ten, yeah, it's bullshit. It's pointless. You know, I wish we could bring back, uh, you know, like it was back in the old days, like Aaron's job when when somebody does something you don't like, you just punch them in the face, and that's the end of it. You know, why can't we go yeah, back to that? Yeah, uh, the tire pit, and you go work it out. Um, yeah. It's a it's a pit made of chewed up and recycled tires that, uh, you know, it kind of cushions the blow if you get thrown to the ground. And, you know, typically the higher up you go, if you're going to settle something like that, it has to be on paper because, you know, there's a lot of scandals going on in the military now. But more often than not, at the level, you're usually drinking in your barracks room, kind of like drinking at home or your dorm, actually. Yeah, think of it like that. Drinking in your dorm and you and somebody that's close to you uh, proximity-wise, 
uh, get in a disagreement and fight it and figure it out and then go about your day. Uh, Shane, was it was it you and me or was it Daniel? We talked. It was a long time ago, and we talked about whatever happens to a, a civilized fight. Like you say, okay, you and me are going to fight. It's going to be a civilized fight. We're not going to go to jail. Just you and me going to you know sell this right now. You know. Yeah, back in the old days. I mean, you could do. You could you could legally kill somebody if you really disagreed with them. You know, you have you'd have duels. You know, somebody like. Uh, John Bowie, you know, I'm a cheater. All right, well, let's go outside. Yeah. Who they find who cheated? It, it, it <laughs> you was, insulted me. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, if you if you consented to the duel, as long as both sides were like, yeah, the only way we're going to solve this agreement is if we shoot at each other. As long as both sides were into it, it was okay. And well, used to be fighting was okay too, as long as both sides were mutual combatants. But nowadays, even if you are a mutual combatant, you're still going to jail. It doesn't matter. Two people fight because I had an employee and, and well, I'll throw all the business out there, but she, she got into a fight with somebody and it wasn't like she went out and tried to kick somebody's ass. You know, you just get into a disagreement and you say, what'd you say to me? And the other person, then a punch gets thrown and for the note, you're trying to get them off of you. Well, the cops show up, everybody's going to jail. You're fighting, you're getting put in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Well, in government jobs, you know, you go to jail, that's kind of a big deal. You know, that, that can be scandalous. So, sucks you can't just solve your problems you know the way you used to you gotta you know you, you put your job on the line when you do that shit so then you just gotta sit there and take it you just gotta get punched you know you gotta do the the jesus method turn the other cheek and just let somebody knock your ass out it's just it's it sucks it's so i don't know i've never had you know well i have voices but anyway it'd be hard to say all right, what'd you say to me? Well, let's go outside. You insulted me. Let's go outside. We're, I'm going to teach you right now. Um, yeah, it'd be very weird to do that to somebody. Well, you just got to be careful these days because everybody's so fucking crazy and so high strung. You never know what you, you know. You never know what somebody's capable of. You know what, though? To be honest, my little, my little brief little stunt that I did in judo when I got seriously hurt, I learned that you cannot judge a person's fighting ability just by how they look. Because when I walked <laughs> into that dojo, I didn't think any of those guys could fight. But when they fucking grabbed the hold of my gi and threw my ass to the ground, I was like, okay, I totally uh, underestimated that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you cannot. So you don't know when you're working in any scenario. And there's some guys, John, if you saw, if you saw the guy that was the sensei, you'd be like, oh, man, this guy doesn't look like he could run around the block. But Fucking, he'll take your ass out. He don't give a shit, you know. I mean, it'll be quick. Uncle Randy was a black belt. You wouldn't tell that yeah. about looking. Yeah, Uncle Randy's like six six, probably three fifty, three sixty. Damn. Uh, the dude was a fucking uh, taekwondo black belt. I think they said he. I think they said he kicked a tree and cracked it one time. Like, yeah. like Batman. Damn, that's a, that's a legendary shit, man. That <laughs> right yeah. there. I mean, I mean, he's not that way. He hasn't done martial arts in like 50 years, but you know, back when his prime, supposedly he was the shit. That still doesn't sound like someone I want to get kicked by. He just 300 a damn tree and broke it. Wait, man, they got a video of Joe Rogan kicking the shit out of this uh, testing dummy where it measures the pounds per square inch that you hit it with. Dude, he was beating the fuck out of that thing. Joe Rogan, the guy that smokes weed and makes uh, dumb jokes. Well, really? he was also a three time Taekwondo champion. When he was a kid, before he started, Jitsu black belt. Before he started doing uh, drugs, he was he was a big time martial artist. Like just 
like a real martial artist, not MMA, not a boxer, like, you know, wearing the gi, going to the school, that kind of shit. You know, traditional. Um, Yeah, so you never know what you're walking into, John. You can't can't judge somebody just by how they look. Anybody could, you know, so I I can kind of get it, but I think we're just too harsh, you know. I think some people just need to get it out of their system. And I don't know the right way to do it, but you know, sometimes people just, when they get in that mentality, I'm just going to go home because I don't get my way. I mean, that's part of the problem, you know. Sometimes you just don't get your way, you know. I've, I've been at Wendy's and the lady just left. Like the cashier just left. She goes, you know what? I'm tired. I done told you already. I'm going home. I'm like, well, is someone going to take the order? I, I'm still hungry. She left, but I'm still hungry. <laughs> that that's gotta suck, man. Because then if you're the manager, now you got to do their job on top no, of the normal. I think you're more embarrassed. Like like you just look at the manager. So it's kind of ship you're running, huh? Yes, this is Walking a ship. Everybody's everybody's, everybody's abandoning, especially at Wendy's. What the fuck, <laughs> Wendy's? Really? Is that bad? She just said, "Fuck it." She just went home. No, I'm tired. I've told you already. I'm going home. She just left. No. You know <laughs> our saying, buddy, our buddy time. Josh, when he um. When Josh, so Josh, uh, he had to leave UTA because he he partied a little too hard and he had to go like he was lazy as fuck. He had to think of, <laughs> he had to think about life for the next two years. And he came back. When he came back, like he didn't tell anybody he was coming back. He just said, "I'm here." And I'm like, "Well, what are you going to do for money?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I don't know." I eventually got him a job at Best Buy, but before that, um, he got a job at Subway making sandwiches and. Like, literally, the first day he walks in there, and he's like, hey, I need a job. And they're like, all right, here's a uniform. Uh, just hop behind the line. We'll show you how to re- do things. Uh, you know how to run a register, right? And he's like, well, I mean, I have before. And they're like, it's okay. It's okay. We'll give you a brief rundown on it. And, like, he was there for maybe two hours, and then the lady just left. And Josh was the only person in the store. And he, what the hell? And, like, he, had, <laughs> he was in charge of everything, sandwiches, money, all of it. He was the only person there. And some people just don't give a damn. Well, I, I remember my uh, my cousin Jacob. He he worked at a um, he worked at a, a subway, and I think he got in trouble because he would just give everybody anybody whatever they wanted. More meat? Okay, who cares? Regular sandwich? I don't care. You know, he just put whatever they wanted on it. You want extra what? Okay, you got it. Boom. Here you go. Get charged for it? No, you fuck here. No, no, no extra well, money. Here, regular sandwich. Go. Boom. Bye. I mean, <laughs> if you're getting that, happy, you know, so you make these. Gorgeous big sandwiches for everybody, but when the regular people showed up, oh, but the other guy he makes them big and he didn't charge this and that. So I think that's what he got. In oh, when they people ratted his ass out then, huh? You know, people thought they were well, gonna do old glorious sandwich deal. You know, at the end of the day, if you're if you got so much product and you haven't sold it, why not just get it out? You know, just give them a little bit extra. You know, you're gonna run out or it's gonna go bad, and you're gonna throw it away. Why not just you know, load them up, you know. But I get it. You got to, you know, you got to run things by the numbers. Um, they want it, give it to him. Boom. He would literally make someone a, um, he said he knew how to make a, um, a hot pocket with Subway sandwiches. And they said it was awesome. <laughs> but he wastes a lot of product doing it. <laughs> Damn. Hot pocket Subway sandwich. Yeah. He would say he knew how to do it. He would make it for people and he would like just charge a regular Subway sandwich. They said it was awesome, though. Well, I never got one, but I remember when I was working in the uh, in the grocery store in Mamakoff, and uh, we had to make uh, hamburger meat, 
and they put the hamburger meat on sale. And so, like, I had already cleaned the machine down and, and was getting ready to wrap up. And this lady comes up to the counter. She's like, I need hamburger meat. And I was like, oh, we got a full shelf of it. She's like, no, it's all gone. I was like, motherfuckers. I had to, I had to reuse the machine and do another tray of meat. And, you know, sucked ass. You know, it's all that work for nothing. So, man. Yeah. Yeah, you got to help the customer. Customer's always right, as they say. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, every day, every yeah. battle, gas what station if, everywhere. What if you just said the customer's wrong and then just walked off? Uh, pretty sure I get fired. You uh, know. <laughs> that oh, has anybody well. ever called in a complaint on you, John? Huh? Has anybody ever called a complaint in on you? Uh, yes, a few times. I, I remember I got complaints, but it, it was all for stupid reasons. You know. Oh, he t- like you know. I remember one time I I was helping a customer already. And this lady says, excuse me, can you help me? I said, well, hold on, man, one minute. I'm going to finish up with him, and I'll come back for you. Just hang on. And I remember she just threw her arms in the air, in the air going, hold on a minute? And she just walked out. She stormed out. I remember later that day, they're like, JP, did you tell a woman that you weren't going to help her? I'm like, no, I didn't tell a woman that. Like, well, she, she claims that you said um, she could hold on and you weren't going to help her. And she'll, and like, I don't understand. I, told, I remember I told the lady to hold on. I was helping a customer and I would come back. I didn't tell her, you know, fuck off. I'm not going to come back and help you. But apparently that's what it is sometimes. Some yeah. People, some people think, they, well, you know, that's every day. Someone walks up everywhere. Excuse me. Oh, I, I didn't ask you a question. Well, can you not see I'm talking to somebody else? I'm trying to help somebody else or, you know. No, 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 no. All that shit's on the side. You're you're there for them. Anything else is second is second tier, second priority. When they ask you a question, you you become just a normal stock person, a normal cashier. Well, I remember, I remember saying I was at Exxon and I went inside to buy a drink. It was me, and like two dudes behind me, and this lady literally just walked in, grabbed the paper, and says, "I ain't got time for this," and she just ran in front of the line, says. Here's the money. Thank you. Bye. And I'm like, okay, well, that happened. Oh, man. The, the other day, I took my nephews <laughs> to go watch uh, Dragon Ball Z. And after the movie let out, I had to go take a piss. And there's, you know, it's usually a line that builds up after a movie lets out. And this guy just walked in front of everybody and went straight to a, an empty urinal. And I almost said, hey, motherfucker, you missed this line. But I saw all opened up as soon as he got there. And I was like, well, you know, there's no point saying anything now, but I've had, been... I've had that happen too. Like, I don't know if they're blind to it or they just don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> yeah, some people, I mean, he and he probably he looked like he was in the zone. I think he just didn't notice we were what we were standing there for. It's kind of unless it's like, you know, four or five people deep, I guess. But we, 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 the line at that point had only been like two people, and then there was a couple people that got behind me. But, you know, he he just. I just wasn't paying attention and thought, you know, but there's, I, there was actually a study that um, KERA, the radio station did on, um, you know, PBS. They did a study on lines and how people line up. And apparently there's this country in Europe. I think it's Finland. They, they have no concept of waiting in lines. So if they show up to like a football game, uh, they all go in at once. They're not trying to get into a line. They're just all going to go. Just, just mayhem everywhere. You just show up and you just go. They don't. They don't wait in lines. Now, the apparently the best line waiters are Brits, British people. They can they can wait in line like nobody's fucking business. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, they're the best line waiters, like out of everybody. They're Brit- British folk. They'll sit there and just wait in line all fucking day. And they got the proper etiquette and they don't mind doing it. Now, what they did, though, that was interesting is they tried to pay people for their spots in line. So you have a guy who gets in line and he's at the end and he goes up to the guy who's like number three and he's like, hey, if I give you 50 bucks, will you give me your spot? And, you know, and it's like a busy lunch break or something. It's like they're in front of a food truck. And like the first time he does it, you know, usually everybody's okay. But if he does it again to the same guy, like eventually people get pissed at that shit. They're like, no, you need to wait like everybody else. So, you know, it's they're kind of they were trying to apply the same principle to the internet because that net neutrality shit that was coming out. Uh-huh. They were worried that you know businesses were going to start charging premiums for their services, and they were saying the same principle because you know people get pissed if they don't have the money to not wait in line. You know, it's not fair that the only reason why I can't get my food now is because I don't have the money. Well, you know. I understand saying like let's say let's take, let's go to a, a con say I don't care if you bought the platinum platinum silver gold uh, pass I got a problem saying when you're walking in there flash your badge oh sorry suckers or ooh hold on guys look at this pass. I say I see them do that saying they go oh sorry guys no line for this guy I'm like all right okay you spent the extra three hundred dollars. Okay, I'm not mad at you, but you ain't got to be a dick about it, you know. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that the extra three hundred dollars they get to be a dick. <laughs> I, I guess so because I mean, he just flashed that. I mean, I'll never forget that moment. I don't know why I remember it so vividly. Cause like, like I said, he was a dick about it. Sorry guys, not for my crew guys. VIP platinum. I'm like, okay, <laughs> good for you, asshole. Well, it's it's interesting that that was your experience because my experience has always been the people who got the passes end up waiting in line longer because there's more of them. Because they, they're trying to think they're going to outsmart the line waiters. And, you know, the rest of us dumbasses who are paying at the gate, we end up getting processed way faster than the people they, who ordered online. That's why people got mad. When you don't limit the VIP <laughs> passes, it doesn't get, it doesn't matter after that. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. So people are getting mad about that. You sold too many VIP passes. I might as well buy a fucking regular pass and I'm going to wait in line this long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, it, and they also so you had that, and then there was one year where they had too many cons. Usually, it's uh, it's usually three a year, but this one year they did like six of them, and that one in the middle, like nobody went to it, and they lost a ton of money, a ton of money, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars. They lost really, yeah, flying it was the, it was that one I think, uh, like Ben Affleck was there and Stanley, the one I went to where I was in that Batmobile that pic I sent you. Uh-huh. They, they lost a ton of money on that one because, you know, people were tired. You had convention fatigue. Like, we had, we had just went to a convention a month before that, and now we're going to another one. Well, they, I remember months. it was a big deal. Cons were, were upcoming, and they were trying to make so many cons or make their own con. I remember that. Yeah. But, you know, but, the, the, the worst one is saying the rudest people I ever met are at cons. That, that, that I met the rudest people, and they're usually, like, really? the biggest nerds. The biggest nerds, and they smell bad. Smelly, smelly nerds can be rude. Yes, that's true. Because uh, like they have no concept of yeah, fact memorized. You know, well, and and they don't know human human you know interaction no more. They're like they bump into you, Ugh, like that's not a fucking excuse me or pardon me. That's a, a grunt you gave me for bumping well, into. Well, 
know. With the exception of, of Superman and Shazam, my costumes all have masks, so I can't see shit. My, my peripheral vision is gone. So I'm going to bump into people. It's just going to happen. And especially if I'm wearing those fucking Hawkman wings, I'm hitting you with wings. It's just going to happen. If I'm walking by you, you're going to get clipped. But, you know, I don't think I've ever had anybody that was just outright rude to me before. Um, I did Except have for a situation. Do what? Except for the guy that touched your chest. Oh, yeah, my Me Too moment. I had... John, did I did, did I tell you I was, about my Me Too moment? I, I was there. Oh, <laughs> I was there. I, it, I remember I saw you taking that. He was taking a picture. Taking a picture of y'all. And I remember I was right there. Even from where I was fucking standing, so I went, "What the fuck was that?" You know. Yeah, I was, it was one of these situations. So, so let me lay out the story for everybody. We were at a convention. We were down in Austin, and it was at the Austin Convention Center. And I went as Shazam, which is at the time that was the only costume I had. And I'm walking around the convention and I'm the only Shazam there. And all of a sudden, these other people that are dressed up like DC heroes start showing up. There's like a a Lex Luthor. There's a General Zod. There's a Superboy. um, And then there's this guy that's dressed up like the Michael Keaton Batman. He's got the, you know, the yellow symbol. And his gimmick was he got his cape set up to where he can do the the cape like Batman does in the movie where he flings it up in the air. Yeah. So he was going, and he was a loud mouth, like super loud. So he was going around. He's like, Oh, look at all the heroes. Look at all. Oh, come over. Come over. Got a good picture. And there was this one kid. I mean, I'm not shitting you, John. If I'll, I'll find a picture of him. I mean, dead ringer for Christopher Reeve. I mean, look <laughs> just fucking like him. Look just like Christopher Reeve. It was, was tall, thin. I mean, looked, ex- looked exactly like him. And, um, Anyways, we're all taking pictures. He's like, oh, Superman. He's like, oh, Shazam's bigger than Superman. All that some shit. Come here. And, like, so all these people are starting to gather around because we got a crowd going now. Whenever you get a big group together, like, everybody wants to come take a picture of them. Oh, God. So the pictures are going off. The kids are laughing. We're having a good time. All the superheroes are there. And then Batman, like, puts his arm around my shoulder. And he's like, yeah, I got the Shazam here. And he's like, hey, you're a big guy, man. And he turns around and he looks up at me. And he starts putting his hand on my chest. And he, like, he pats it like three times. And then he starts rubbing his hand. He's like, ooh, that's all man underneath there too, huh? No padding. I was like, motherfucker, man. Like, and, and Sarah's standing right there taking the picture. And what could you fucking do? I couldn't do anything. Because there's just kids laughing. I wasn't going to deck the well, – Shazam wasn't going to punch Batman right there in the fucking crowd. I was like, oh, that bitch, yeah. Oh, man. Fucking Justice League in fighting. Yeah. Oh, that bitch. Yeah. I like you, that that would have been funny though if like Zod and, and Lex Luthor over there fucking laughing and shit, like yeah, kick his ass. I guarantee you be on the news though, Shane. I guarantee you made the more. Oh yeah, I, well that would have went viral. That would have went viral. No, no doubt about it. He was, but, he was uh, a small guy. He was a small dude, but yeah though. Ugh, ugh. I, the, I guess the reason why I wasn't angry, like you know, hey motherfucker, was because the guy was so over the top and flamboyant. Like, he just had a positive, like, he was, he was just doing it for fun. But, you know, it wasn't like he was trying to molest me. Like, he was like, ooh, I like, you know, it looked like he tried to slip his number into my sash because I don't have pockets in that suit. But, you know, it just, it just was inappropriate. Yeah. And, like, all these ladies that claim at conventions that dudes come by and slap their ass, I mean, I can understand. It's not comfortable. I mean, you, you know, if you're not asking for somebody to just reach out and touch you like that, I mean... Yeah. Well, that's why that's why a lot of them now bring their boyfriends or friends. They'll, they'll have to. They, they, I was reading about that. 
And they said yep. they got to tell other guys, hey, man, you don't took like 30 pictures. All right, man, let's, you know, let's get some shot. Or, hey, oh, there's over here, you know. Yeah, there's creeps. Know. There's creeps at those conventions, and they're just sitting around following people taking pictures of them. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah, you got to take those guys off, man. You know, yeah, I, I went to Anime Con in uh, <laughs> Dallas. Same thing. Creeps, turn this way. Turn left. Turn right. Turn our way around. And the girl's like, Okay, and again, the boyfriend or the, or the friend go, hey, sir, I think that's enough. You know, I think you have plenty. <laughs> yeah, when I was trying to promote the uh, chalice at one of the conventions, I brought my friend, Regina, and she dressed up like the Wood Elf. And we're sitting around walking. I mean, we're together. We're, like, walking through the convention together. And this big old fucking, you know, 6'6", six, six, you know, 450-pound black dude comes up, and he's like, oh, excuse me, ma'am, can I talk to you? Uh, I just want to tell you you're real pretty. I was like, hey, motherfucker, can't you see I'm walking here with her? Like, what, what the fuck am I? My chopped liver? I mean, she, I mean I, we weren't together or anything. It's just, why would you assume that you could just come up and talk to her like that? Man, so, some, some, yeah, some yeah, that's crazy. Man. Yeah, someone just don't know how to act, you know. Yeah. True yeah. that, true that. That's a, that was a uh, Michael Pimentel moment. <laughs> yeah, Michael, yeah, Michael does do shit like that. Michael yeah. does. He just walks up to girls thinking he just talk to them and they won't care. Oh, I'm big and tall and good looking. You want to be with me? That's, that's Michael's mentality towards everything. Well, you know, my, Michael, Michael's his strategy is to cast this wide net and see what you can reel in. And sometimes he reels them in, John. I mean, it, sometimes it works. It's not going to work all the time. In fact, probably not going to work most of the time. But every now and then. They'll get one real deep. But uh, like, it's just mentality, though. No, every girl wants me. That looks at me, they want me. But any girl that looks at me, looks in your direction, Michael, they want so you. Bad. Yeah. I was hanging out one fucking day, and I couldn't get away from his ass. And he was like, oh, that girl's hot. Let's go talk to her. Uh, go talk to your Michael. <laughs> Oh and then he pointed at another girl. That girl's hot. Let's go talk to her. All right, go talk to her, Michael. No, I'm not going to. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, he was a trip at your wedding, John. He was looking at all the girls out there dancing and wanting to go talk to him. Shit, man. I, man, had to put a chain on that man. Yeah. My, the, a lot of people are married. Michael, don't do nothing. Oh, man, I just want to talk to some of them. You know, maybe they don't like their husband or boyfriend. All right, Michael, get your ass kicked in that parking lot. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, who, who could have gotten the most heat was uh, Petey. Like, all the little girls wanted to talk to Petey. Like, they were all giggling and laughing and shit. Like, Petey was embarrassed and didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when he was uh, that, that's when he was playing football. He, he had his hair nice and sharp. He was a little buff. Yeah, you know, man. He's, he's getting big. But, yeah, all yeah. the girls were looking at him. Yeah, they were all giggling and laughing and smiling shit. And I was like, come on, Petey. Fuck, man. You can go dance with any girl you want For to. Real. It's a whole fucking thing. I'll tell, and, I'll tell the same thing. Petey, go get, go get that. Well, don't, don't get laid. But I mean, go, get, go have fun. Go dance and hang out. No. Mm-hmm. You just sit there. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. You just sit there. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that fucking story of your sister coming and having Petey with her as a baby. <laughs> I think Daniel was the one that told it. And Daniel's like, yeah, Crystal had Petey, and he wanted to eat some lunch, and he was hungry, and Crystal's on the phone, and, and, and Petey, Petey goes, foodie? She says, no, Petey. It doesn't feed you. <laughs> 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 He's mad as hell. He was taking this whole image of neglect and shit, and I'm like, God. Oh, look. Yeah. 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 She's a little ditzy sometimes. I'm like, oh. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Any other parent, you know. Uh, well, he, he, he lunch time, or you just had a snack. Like, oh, oh Lord, it's, it's, I, I understand. I understand. Ugh. 
Dan oh. told me the same story. He was mad too. He told me the same story too, Aaron. He's pissed. He is pissed. Well. <laughs> like, Dale, <laughs> <calm> down, man. <laughs> Dale gets mad. He gets mad. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, do you remember what Dale hated the most for what was it say for like a year and a half? Dale hated homeless people. Yeah, he got tired of them coming up and asking for money all the fucking time. He got, he got, <laughs> Dale, that shit gets old, man. Dale just had an alpha homeless. Be like, Dale, they're just homeless. No, no, no. They didn't get a fucking job. No, no, no. Dale, calm down. Well, they also found like two crack pipes out behind his, his store one day. And like they were coming in all the time and like sitting at the, I mean, home, you know. I think, you know, we could do better, like, solving the homeless problem. But you just get, and some of those people that are asking you for $2, they're not really homeless. They're just lazy. They just don't well, want to get, you know. And it's hard to tell who's who, but the, the one you know, I get it, man. I, I don't like him coming up to me. And one guy came up to me in the gas station. And as soon as he walks up to me, and, you know, they're going to pull the race card if they can. But he comes up and he's like, hey, man, uh, I just wanted to ask you. And I was like, oh, so, sorry, sir, I don't have any money. He's like, well, well, hold up. I wasn't going to ask you for money, sir. I was just going to talk to you. And I was like, come on, man. You didn't fucking come up here just to say hi. You can about <laughs> to ask me for money. I know what the deal is. And he just looked like he was so hurt that I told him, he was like, no, nah, man, I don't have any money. And But what was he really going to do? He wasn't going to come there and talk to me about my fucking day. Well, uh, how's the weather? Yeah. No, he was sitting there fucking, he was going to ask for $2. Or tell me that his car's broke down. He just needs $5 from gas or some bullshit. You know, it's always the same shit. Well, I, I remember the worst one I had was, I, yes, I had change in my pocket. And the guy said, hey, man, you got anything anything on you? I'm like, sure. I re- oh, Here you go. Here's a book. And I don't know. Here you go. Oh, man, go ahead and keep the pennies, man. I don't like pennies. But, but how the fuck are you going to tell me it's money? How are you going to tell me you don't want certain, certain coins? Yeah. <laughs> You got it. You know, he's too high class for that, John. He ain't, yeah, like really. He ain't in the pennies game. He needs dollars. You know, but I see that morning. I've seen that more than once. I've seen people give someone money and they're throwing the pennies out in the street. Like really? He's, they're still throwing pennies out, huh? That you're homeless, but you don't want fucking pennies. You know. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. We can do it, man. We'll argue about that later. We're uh, we are over time again. But I think we had a good conversation i got a good topic for tomorrow so I'll, I'll send you guys ahead of time so you can get your thoughts together we and then, uh we'll, we'll hit it again all right sir sounds good all right everybody have a good night all right have a good night aaron oh yeah yeah see y'all later have a good <laughs> week <you> <laughs> bye, bye.